Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TSG Podcast. Happy Friday, everybody. It's an awesome Friday. Get ready to chill, relax, eat a bunch of food on the weekend. I know you guys are excited. I'm excited as well. Hope everyone's having a good day and an awesome Friday. Oh, I got some news for you guys out there. If you remember, if you saw the last few episodes, I was talking about a game called Hackers. Well, I checked this this afternoon in the Google Play Store, and it's available right now in the Google Play Store, and it should be also be available in the App Store as well. I tested it out myself. It's really awesome. It's so cool. I got I w- I was geeking out. I was super geeking out over it. I want you guys to go to the App Store or Google Play. Go download it right now. I'm not sponsored by them. Oh, that would be awesome. But I'm not sponsored by them. I'm just a big fan of the game. It looks cool right now. In fact, after I finish this podcast, I'm going to go and play it just to let y'all know. Keep it 100. So I just want to give you a heads up on that. So it's available right now. Go download it right now. But in the meantime, we got some awesome news for you guys out there. Uh, We're going to be talking about Nokia reaching terabit internet speeds. We're going to be talking about that. Experts warned that real-life Star Wars could happen in space if we don't have rules in place for that. We're going to be talking about that. And last, but certainly not least, Star Wars Battlefront Double XP Weekend starts today. Hope you guys are excited about that. I'm going to talk to you about that. But right now, let's go talk about Nokia reaching terabit internet speeds. Let's talk about that. So according to Futurism, research conducted by Nokia Bell Labs in tandem with the Technical University of Munich and Deutsche Telekom T Labs just recorded internet speeds faster than America's fastest internet providers. That's a big claim right there, Nokia. I hope you have the evidence to back that up. I hope you do. So let's let's read on about it. So they claim that they have reached speeds of up to one terabit per second. One terabit, which um, tops it. It goes way beyond Google's fiber in a, th- a thousand times faster. And it just leaves Verizon Fios in the dust. It blows them out the water. Blazing fast. Now... If you can't visualize how fast this means, we're going to put this in perspective for you guys. So right now, Google's Fiber is the fastest internet service in the U.S. as of right now, with speeds topping at one gigabit per second. So, which is really fast in its own right. It's faster than what we have right now or what is being implemented on a nationwide scale. So it's really awesome. So although it's only available in certain areas, which sucks at the time being, Verizon Wireless, which is the second fastest internet in America, they plan to offer speeds at 500 megabits per second. Now, according to Tech Times, one terabit per second translates to downloading the entire Game of Thrones series, the whole series, ladies and gentlemen, in one second. All HD. Think about that. Let that swirl in your brain real quick. That is blazing fast. That's the kind of speeds I'm talking about having in my life right now. Now, Nokia's developmental technology can make both of these services feel like dial-up. So once we experience terabit, we don't want to go back to gigabit. Let me tell you that right now. If I experience terabit speeds, 
There ain't no going back. I can't downgrade, bruh. I can't downgrade like that. I ain't about to go down like that. So now what does this what does this mean for everybody else? Article explains the researchers used a previously lab tested technique called probabilistic constellation shape, uh, shaping. Hope I pronounced it right. Or for short, PCS. Now running on a regular fiber connection. A quote from the company says, the trial of the novel modulation approach known as PCS uses quadrature amplitude modulation. Oh, that's a mouthful. Or QAM or QAM formats to achieve higher transmission cap capacity over a given channel to significantly improve the spatial efficiency of optical communications. That is a mouthful. So what the fuck does that mean? Well, they're using pre-existing a uh, pre-existing infrastructure which is a uh, fiber connection which we already have and is using another modulator to achieve a higher speed than fiber. So that's fucking awesome. So right now the company is able to conduct the same test outside of the lab and it was super successful. That is awesome. It was conducted on a round trip between several German cities, Stuttgart to Darmstadt, which is awesome, and Nuremberg to to Stuttgart, and the results reached one terabit per second, according to a Nokia spokesperson speaking to ZDNet. Meanwhile, the same test reached 0.8 terabits per second between Belgium and Stuttgart. So either way, it has reached these speeds, and it's fucking awesome. This so, this super super fast internet is on a whole nother level, and this could answer, be the answer to an ever increasing demand for faster and faster internet speeds for our needs. So this is making the internet of things, self-driving cars, and other technology, much more better, and also requires that also another technology to also require an immediate response time which is awesome and this is why i love technology awesome so awesome i'm i'm ready right now to have terabit internet speeds blazing fast i mean downloading the whole series of game of thrones in hd quality under a second so bam you're done it's done yeah you blink it's over that is blazing fast. Whew, I'm getting geeked right now. I hope y'all are geeked as well. Just imagine the day we finally get to have internet speeds that we've been crying, that we've been wishing that we have right now. I'm super excited about that. But we got some more exciting shit to talk about, so let's move on. Let's move on to some science news. Now, experts warn that real-life Star Wars, like an actual battle, would occur if we don't establish some rules for space activities. According to the Daily Mail, at the same time, this existing legal regime was not prevented for the development of military technology capable of utilizing outer space. So this is talking about during the time back in 1957 when Russians launched Sputnik, and then um, the U.S. caught wind of that, and they were like, no, we need to be number one in this area. We, we're not going to let Russia beat us on that. So this launched a whole new frontier, which is 
space frontier and now we're going to have to have some some rules on how we should behave in space so there are some restrictions but these are more specified in the space law treaties in relatively general terms and we're open to interpretation to what they did or didn't prohibit so which is not surprising because we do need some rules to go in there like for one rule example which i've heard and other sources was a country can't like put a flag on a body of space it everyone has rights to it so like if a certain company entity can go here that company cannot prevent another company from using that same asteroid they have to share yeah i mean i will want some type of capitalism to be in place because i mean if you go there you you should profit in some type of way, but not in a corrupt way, if you know what I mean. So the development of space-related technology was inextricably, excuse me, related to military strength, both in reality and to influence the perception of others. So during this time, it was a race to see who will get up there first, but now we need some rules. We need some rules. So let's go on to how we can stop these space wars from happening. So there's gonna there's a group of more than 40 international experts that are about to embark on a three-year research project that will accumulate in a manual of international law applicable to military uses of outer space. So Milamos project as that's the abbreviation i suppose is to ensure that space activities are conducted in accordance with the rule of law so this will involve a consideration of the existing international rules on out of space it'll also involve integration with international humanitarian law and the rules prohibiting the use of force so these the drafting of these rules will involve many many meetings heated debates heated discussions and compromises so it's going to be years before we have anything written on paper so and it's invis investigated that at the end of this project the application rules will be agreed on the basis of consensus so this project is not an effort to condone warfare in outer space which is i'm even if we do have rules, someone's gonna step ahead. Like someone's gonna step out of the line at some point, and I have a feeling it's we might end up in one anyway. But let's just minimize the potential of that happening. But on the contrary, this project seeks to prevent armed conflict and to minimize the devastating impact that space technology and military operations may have on the long term, and peaceful use of outer space so i would like for us to have a peaceful some peace in outer space as well and hopefully nothing goes nothing goes down like that to where we end up having to have wars in outer space we, we're going to end up recreating scenes of star wars in real life i don't want that to go down I really don't want this to go down. I don't. I hope you guys don't want it to go down either. I'm. I'm really sure you guys don't want it to go down. I mean, it's supposed to be a place where we can all explore as a group, as a race together, and not fight over. Oh, this is ours. Reclaim this for America, or reclaim this for Japan or Russia or whatever. 
no, I don't think any country should own own a piece of rock or a piece of our planet. It should be shared with everyone. Like how we share this planet with everybody else, we can do the same thing on other astral bodies out there. So that's my take on this one. Let's move forward to some some actual Star Wars. So according to GameSpot, Star Wars Battlefront is having a double XP weekend this week, and it starts today, and it runs all the way to Sunday, September 25th. Now, according to the Star Wars Battlefront Live event calendar, the double XP event is being held to celebrate this week's launch of the Death Star expansion. It's an add-on that revived earlier this month on September 20th. For people who own the season pass, it will be available for everyone to buy in October 4th. So this the Death Star is Battlefront's third paid expansion, allowing Outer Rim and Bespin, Bespin, I hope I pronounced that correctly. Uh, Star Wars fans are probably pissed off at me at this point. So this is the f- the fourth and the final one. Rogue One Scarif comes out during the holidays, and it's based on the upcoming movie Star Wars Rogue One. So it's going to be based off of that. So mark your calendars for that somewhere around the holidays, so around Christmas time. So mark your calendars around that time for it to drop. So through Death Star, is, though Death Star is only out for the season pass owners at this time, all Battlefront players will benefit from the new patch that came out alongside this week. So it will raise the level caps to 90, made a number of hero villain changes, and fixed a lot of bugs. So that is amazing. So it runs better. You can level up higher now. So it's really awesome. I re- I still I don't have the game just yet, but I really want to buy it. I really want to buy. It. I saw it at the store at the Xbox store online, and I think it's I think it's either still sixty bucks or it might have dropped a little bit. But I had to go check again to make sure because I really want to play it this weekend, hopefully, and go buy that. I also buy, need to buy Recore as well because I saw some videos on that. And it looked really dope. So if you do plan to play Star Wars Battlefront this weekend, go check out the Death Star content and or make use of the double sp event ladies and gentlemen i'm definitely want to take part in this event and rank up a lot faster and gears of war 4 i know unrelated but gears of war 4 i'm talking to you have another not four. um gears of war ultimate edition have another double xp weekend this weekend please because i really want to make it to level 100 before I play four in uh, Gears of War four that's gonna drop on October 11th, which is in a few weeks. So right now, me and my friend, we're both in the 90s right now. We only we're like inches and inches away. We're levels away to reach the big one double O, and I want to reach there before the 11th. Me and him want to do the same thing as well, so that we can all be a hundred. We like done. Okay, I'm ready. Bring on Gears four. And so that's what I got for you guys. Hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. Hope you got I want you guys to have an awesome weekend. I want you to go play games, read some more technology, become scientists. I hope you guys have an awesome 
awesome weekend. Don't forget to like, follow, share, and subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and of course on YouTube. All the links to the social media is going to be in the description box below. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Podcast9. I have I changed it from the original one because I wanted to have cast in there and one number. So it's going to be Podcast9. Go follow me on there. And follow your boy on Twitter at James underscore Green W and on Instagram at Let's Get Green. 92 go follow me on there so you can guys be up to date on what your boy is doing while he's not doing the podcast and have some news on the podcast on there as well have a good weekend ladies and gentlemen until then stay geeked peace